Welcome back to A Sane Future. I'm your host, Rich Kahn. This week, I thought we'd take a look at a couple of phrases that seem to be dominating our airwaves these days. I'm talking about our woke society and the ever-present cancel culture. What do these things mean? How are they interpreted? And how much of an impact are they having on the way we think and act? Let's take a look. Woke society is typically defined as a perceived awareness of social issues and movements associated with left-wing politics, progressive or socially liberal causes such as anti-racism, LGBTQ rights, feminism, and environmentalism. Former presidential candidate and former congressman Joe Walsh perhaps summed it up best. Woke. It's good to be woke. But don't force people to be woke. Encourage people to be woke. Don't erase dead white guys because they weren't woke. Teach people to be woke. Don't beat people over the head with woke. Listen to people and embrace them when they become woke. For most of us, it's hard to argue with so-called woke causes. The challenge, however, is trying to live in a society where others do not embrace the woke. And that challenge has never been more glaring than the recently passed Biden stimulus bill, which is providing direct cash payments to millions of needy Americans while extending unemployment benefits and providing essential assistance to states. The fact that not one Republican in either the House or the Senate voted for this bill when polls indicated that some 75% of Americans were in favor of it speaks to the great divide we find ourselves in. The bill's opponents paint the legislation as a liberal free-for-all which doesn't do enough to confront the ongoing pandemic while adding to our ever-increasing deficit. Even though this new legislation is clearly targeted to help working-class Americans and almost universally supported by Democrats and progressives, the woke society is not completely blameless. Many of our fellow Americans agree with one or more of woke initiatives. However, in today's fractured world, you're all or nothing, in or out. There's no middle ground, and the standards applied to determine your wokeness can be uneven at best. Both sides of the political spectrum must find a way to work together for the common good of all of us. Today, however, that goal has never seemed more out of reach. Which brings us to our other favorite term, cancel culture. Cancel culture favors no one. It's a call-out culture, a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles, online, social media, or in person. It's a form of boycotting an individual, usually a celebrity of some sort, who is deemed to have acted or spoken in a questionable or controversial manner. Consequences can include loss of reputation and income, which can be hard to recover. Again, the standards used, often by self-anointed arbiters, are uneven and arbitrary. Here are a few examples. In an earlier podcast, I touched on this subject using the example of Al Franken. Franken, by all accounts, was a serious, thoughtful, progressive senator from Minnesota who seemingly had the best interests of his constituents at hand. But when details emerged of his inappropriate touching and comedic comments, he was forced to resign his position. It didn't matter that in his previous life he was well-paid and widely accepted as an edgy, sometimes sophomoric, comedian. No matter. The die was cast. He was a danger to society and had to go. Fast forward to today and the brewing controversy surrounding New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. 
A handful of women have come forward accusing the governor of inappropriate behavior and creating an uncomfortable work environment. The charges do not include a sexual assault, but are serious nonetheless. Does his behavior warrant a loss of his reputation, his job, and the rest of his career? Well, that's still to be determined. At this point, he has apologized and agreed to an independent investigation while resisting increasing calls for his resignation. At the time of this episode's publication, the outcome is undetermined. Compare this to the dozens of women who have come forward accusing former President Trump of actual assaults. There was no formal investigation of his alleged misconduct, and he was able to serve out his term in office. The point here is that there needs to be common sense and consistent standards applied whenever accusations are leveled against a public, or for that matter, a private figure. No one should be immune from independent investigation and or criminal charges if warranted, and everyone should be expected to conduct his or herself professionally and respectfully at all times. It certainly appears to this observer that the one person who lost his job and his reputation in the aforementioned examples was probably the least deserving of the three to be guillotined. Cancel culture at work. Can it be refined? Well, we'll see. Thanks for tuning in to A Sane Future. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a few moments to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes. We can't do any of this without your support. Visit asanefuture.com and follow A Sane Future on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. This is Rich Khan. Thanks again for listening, and please arrive home safely. Thank you.